Welcome to All Things Sleep and Parenting. I'm Pam. And I'm Elisa. And we're the founders of Restful Parenting. Hi everyone, it's Pam and I have Elisa with me and Heidi. We always have questions that come in. So Heidi went through and picked a couple um, and she is going to read off one of them and we're going to kind of break it down and offer some tips. So what do you have for us today, Heidi? Um, so this is something that comes up on your guys' page a lot and it's about short naps and the question is, my six month old only naps for 30 minutes at a time, three times per day. How do I help her sleep longer? Short naps is definitely one of those ones that we uh, talk to a lot of our families about. So what's considered a short nap? Anything under 45 minutes typically is considered a short nap. Um, depending on the age of the baby. Yes. So our four or five month olds, my expectations, 45 minute nap is acceptable. We do like to see some longer naps in there yeah. for sure, especially closer to that five months. Starting we do want to, yeah. to see some over a little bit over an hour at least. Um, around six months, my goal is kind of an hour and 15 to an hour and a half for those first two naps. Yeah. So, an hour at the very least. Yeah. Ideally, at least an hour. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so... So when we're looking at something like short naps, so what we're looking at is the wake windows or the schedule. So how long are they awake for? What of what's the timing of their sleep? Um, that is a really plays a really big piece. So at six months, our goal is to have them start working towards a schedule. And oftentimes, when we see short nappers at six months old, mm -hmm. that schedule really does make a difference. Yes, absolutely. Um, so because their bodies have the opportunity to get used to going to sleep at within you know a particular time every day yeah within the same 30 minutes yeah. is our goal within the yeah. same 30 minutes every day they are going down they are being put down for their so naps sometimes one sometimes 115 yeah. yeah so if it's yeah. one it'd be ideally between 1 and 130 so our six month a typical six month schedule um you know waking 6 6 30 first nap 8 39 ish second nap um, 12-ish, so usually it depends. Short napper would probably be 11, 30, 12. If they have yeah. a long nap, you could probably do 12, 12, 30. Um, and then that last afternoon nap between 3, 34 for about 45 minutes. You don't want that one to be any longer than that. Um, so with our six-month-olds, that's kind of the schedule that we're going to start working towards. And um, then bedtime again at around... Yeah, ideally 12-ish hours after yeah. they've woken. Um, so then the wake windows and schedules really do make the big difference for sure. Being mindful of that, the timing of how they're fall of when they're falling asleep and then how they fall asleep. Yes. That's a really big one. Um, if your little one needs to be bounced and rocked and fed or whatever it takes to get them to sleep. Um, that's what they need recreated when they wake up yes. after that short nap. So that's what they're looking for typically when they do wake up. So they don't have the ability to just check their surroundings and then roll around a little bit and then go back to sleep on their own. They need you to go back in there and that's when they'll call yes. out for you. So if it's, if your baby is fed or rocked or bounced to sleep and they're sleeping well, there's no yeah. need to change a single thing. Yeah. But if you're having short naps and you're struggling with overnight sleep or any other sleep, then that is one of the biggest pieces of the puzzle that we look at. Absolutely. Um, how you respond as well. So um, if you're 
little one wakes after 30 minutes and uh, you go into the room and you get them up and you continue on with your day, that's teaching them, right? That internal system that's teaching them that uh, all they need is that 30 minutes because we get to yeah. start the day again. Yeah, it's more, it's, it's about training their body's clock. So our body clock reads light and stimulation as it's time to wake up and dark in a non-stimulating sleep environment as... It's sleep time. time. Sleep. So if they're getting up after 20 minutes or 30 minutes, you're going in, you're getting them up, you're bringing them out into the stimulation of everyday life. Um, you're just telling their body clock, like Pam said, that it's yep. time to wake up and their body's clock will set to waking up and it becomes habitual at that point for yes. their, their internal clock. It does not take very long to create new habits. No. Like how long? Three to five days to create new habits. So three mm -hmm. days of short naps. That's quick. Yep. Um, five days of short naps, you're looking at uh, three days of short naps. You could be going through like a little bump right yeah. in sleep. Five days of short naps, um, we are looking at um, it's starting a new to, habit. It's starting to become a little bit more ingrained. Mm -hmm. So some of those tips to help with short naps, because this is definitely something that uh, we talk about often with our family. So some of the tips that we can give general, right, based on some general yeah. information, um, that response. So again, if you're getting them up and out of bed, that's just telling their system, that internal clock, that it's time to wake up. So they're going to continue waking up. So ideally leaving them in their dark, non-stimulating environment, their sleep space for an additional, you know, start small. If your little one's really upset, you can be in the room and, and um, kind of be in the corner or you can rub their back, but you want it to be very non-stimulating. Yeah. Um, and you so want like it- not saying anything, but maybe- Yes, no and... words. Yeah, and that's if they're really upset. If they wake up and they're, like, hanging out, leave them in their space. Yeah. Right? As soon as you go in, you have to remember that that's stimulation. So it's already kind of like, check. Oh, here she's she's in here again. Okay, so maybe it's not really time to sleep. Um, if they're under four months and you yes. haven't started sleep coaching with them, sleep coaching is when you teach them how to fall asleep on their own, then you can go in and recreate whatever you've done to put them to sleep in the first place when you go in or you can do what Pam mentioned yes. and stay in the corner if they'll if they're not super upset um that's when it's you can go in and rock them or feed them or just sit with them in that dark sleep space for an additional time mm -hmm. um if they are a little bit older and they are kind of up and going the goal is for them to be in their space for that hour so if they slept for 45 minutes you would leave them for an additional 15 minutes if they slept for 20 minutes you can leave them for another i mean i probably wouldn't leave them for a full 40 minutes i mean unless they were the happy beginning. and hanging out yeah, yeah absolutely um it doesn't take long though like yeah yeah, like a good solid like seven to ten days I always ask my families give it a good solid ten seven to ten days trying every nap extending that nap um, because you're not just yes it's a habit but it's that's their internal system so it takes time for yes. their system to adjust yep. um, again how they fall asleep that's going to make a very big difference in how long their nap is it's really important to know that when you're working on sleep if you're not seeing those changes within the first week and a half to two weeks um there's something in there that needs yes. to be tweaked there's something that's not working for your little one so that's when it's time to find the method or the strategies that are going to suit them 
Yes, absolutely. Um, and then again, that daytime sleep. So the timing of those naps, how long they are napping for, when they're napping, where they're napping, right? Those are all really important pieces. The more consistent their sleep space is, the better they're going to sleep. The other thing too, and I know you guys are so good about this, is when they just give you this little bit of information. Wasn't there like seven more questions you wanted to ask? Yes. Right? Like, okay, well, what is their overall sleep? Where are they falling oh, yes. asleep? Yes. Yeah. And that's like, and that's exactly when we're talking to people. That's what we're, we're digging deeper when we have little things like when this. Working that's where you, yeah. it's general How long information. Is this going on for? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We always have so many more questions because we really need to know what's happening in their family. Yeah. yeah. But for general tips. Yeah. Like, is this baby going to sleep at 6? PM and not getting up till 10 a.m. Like what? What else is going yeah. on? Or probably yeah, like not. 13 hour overnights or 14 hour overnights will will um, disrupt that daytime sleep as well for sure. And that's why it's so important for us to dig deeper. And as much as we can offer these general tips, that's just what they are, right? Is these are just like that surface. And if, like Lisa said, if you're not seeing changes in that first seven to 10 days, then there's something else going on that needs to be tweaked. Um, lucky for you guys, we do offer 15 minute uh, free consultations as well, right? So if stuff like short naps is, if this is, if this sounds familiar where no matter, it feels like no matter what you do, you're still struggling with short naps, jump on the website, restfulparenting.com and you can book a call right there or both of our schedules in there. You um, pick a date and time that works best for you, and then we give you a call. Don't forget to leave your phone number. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's important to leave your phone number so we can actually call you. Um, thanks for joining us, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks for the question, Heidi. Oh, there's many more. Yes. We just got started. Yes. <laughs> Tip of the iceberg. Yep. Thanks for joining us on today's episode. We so appreciate that you've taken that time to come and hang out with us and listen to what we have to say. If you are struggling with sleep or parenting, please know that we have loads of free information on the website um, as well as on the YouTube channel. But if after you've read through everything and you've watched those videos, if you're still struggling, know that you're not alone and that we would love to help. So be sure to check out the website, www.restfulparenting.com. You'll find the link to book your free 15-minute call right there. And if you have any comments or anything you'd like to share with us, please leave them below in the comments. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks.